This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome to the War Room. It's not Stephen K. Bannon hosting. It's Natalie G. Winters filling in for today, Thursday, November 2nd in the year of our Lord 2023. And it's a pretty exciting day because we do have President Donald J. Trump speaking imminently in Houston, Texas. But in the meantime, I guess you can think of this War Room episode as the pregame. But when he does start speaking, we will cut to him. Uh, but like I said, we'll pregame it a little bit here. And frankly, we have nobody better, I think, than Dr. Sebastian Gorka, of course, used to work for President Donald J. Trump. Now he is a wonderful radio host. I love his show. I'm sure you guys do too. Um, but he's joining me now. I think we'll also have Mike Davis. But Dr. Gorka, I know you have some new commentary, a new up and out that has to do not just with what's going on in the Middle East, but really Judeo-Christian civilization and these values, which, as we know, are very under attack. I'd love if you could walk us through the piece. And if time permits, I hope I don't have to cut you off. We can get to some of the news of the day. Yeah, it it just kind of, um, it it was published by the great people at AMAC, Rebecca Weber and her team, uh, uh, amac.us slash Gorka. And, And the title is, We Are All Jews. And I wrote this because of, There are some people on our side, the patriots on the right, who just don't get the significance of what happened three weeks ago in Israel. And it's like the president said, I think it was in Iowa, he said it. I I played the clip on on my radio show today. He said, um, I am pro-Western civilization. I'm pro-Judeo-Christian civilization. And that shouldn't be controversial. And he said, you know, rhetorical question, how, how did it get to be controversial to say that I support the Judeo-Christian civilization? And I want to be clear to, to everybody out there in the Shire, you know, in the posse, that this isn't some war far away. And this isn't, you know, Ukraine redux, Mark, you know, Mark 3.0. This is different. This is civilizational. When you hear the reports yesterday, you're not supposed to do this. In Jewish culture, the, the body should not be defiled. The sanctity of the body after death is, is paramount. But because of all the propaganda, the lies of the Democrats, the racism of the media, the Knesset, the Parliament of Israel, had to show the footage that was taken by Hamas of a family who was slaughtered and the child, the living infant, was put in an oven and killed, roasted to death. Grown men, combat veterans, came out of that meeting of the Knesset where that footage was shown, sobbing, weeping, collapsed. Why? Because this isn't just some war in the Middle East. As the jihadis say... First, we come for the Saturday people, the Shabbat people, the Jews, 
And then we come for the Sunday people and we kill the Christians. We are in a civilization and it isn't a Christian civilization. It is a Judeo-Christian civilization. Our God and Savior was a Jew. He observed every single Jewish festival and he was nailed to the cross by the Romans with a sign that said, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. And we have to understand our heritage and why the New Testament is about the spreading of the covenant to all people, Jews and Gentiles. And we have to wake up. Do you really think, does anybody listening to this show, anybody listening to War Room, not think that Hezbollah, that Hamas, that Al-Qaeda, that ISIS hasn't sent literally thousands of jihadis into America in the open border regime under Biden? You know, we've got, what, 16 million illegals. Do we really think that there aren't thousands of them that are working for the jihadis. So this isn't something that happened in a kibbutz 9,000 miles away. Um, To quote a very sober individual, not a bomb thrower, a regular guest on my show, Colonel Dr. Jim Carafano of the Heritage Foundation, who shocked me on my show recently when he said, Seb, the next 9-11... It's going to make the first one look like a walk in the park, and it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. So we have to understand we are all Jews today, and the front line in this war is your front door. Steve was talking earlier today about how I think we've really, for lack of a better word, secularized the enemies that we see in the Middle East, right? I think we've sort of removed... Hamas and Hezbollah from the fundamentalist Islamic roots that they so dearly hold. And I I know you worked in the White House in in the Steve days when he wanted to, you know, designate the Muslim Brotherhood a terrorist organization. When you look at what their end goal is, right, establishing a new caliphate that is mutually exclusive, if not directly incompatible with Judeo-Christian values. So I'm just curious, it's probably a good tee-up since you know, President Trump is, is speaking probably halfway through this show. If you could just sort of walk us through, you know, from your perspective, the inside baseball, how yeah. the Trump administration really stood up for those values at home and abroad. Well, look, you're exactly right to point out the historic antecedents. These aren't political entities. Hamas, Hezbollah, they're not, you know, people who are just interested in political revolution. These are theocratic savages. The Hamas founding charter of 1984 is explicit. It's about the destruction of Israel. And Hamas calls themselves, in their founding charter, a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. Now, what is the Muslim Brotherhood? This is why I I was working in the White House, because I wrote the book, Defeating Jihad, on what these organizations, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, uh, Al-Nusra, what they believe. The Brotherhood... The Brotherhood was expressly created after the fall of the Ottoman Empire, after the dissolution of the Caliphate by Kemal Mustafa Atatürk, the first president of modern Turkey, who secularized that nation. And the Brotherhood, the Ikhwan, said, well, this is wrong. You can't separate politics from religion, and Muslims must live in a theocracy, The caliphate must be recreated. The gene code of all of these organizations, whether it's AQ, whether it's ISIS, whether it's Hamas, whether it's uh, Hezbollah, goes back to the brotherhood. And if you're a member of the brotherhood, if you're a fundamentalist, you must have the world covered with the caliphate 
and everyone must be a Muslim or must be subjected to the will of Allah or killed. It's very, very simple. When we were in the White House, it was the, it was the toughest thing, the toughest task that we had. You know, dealing with North Korean nukes was easy by comparison. Nixing Obama's JCPOA was was you know child's play you know, by comparison. But the idea that we could get the U.S. government to designate the grandpappy of AQ and ISIS designating the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist organization that it is, um, that was um, a Sisyphean task beyond even the great Steve Bannon. <laughs> you know, usually when I talk about foreign infiltration and influence operations, I think I've been on your show one, one too many times talking about it through the lens of the Chinese Communist Party, but there's a lot of congruency, I think, in the tactics that these, you know, yeah. ideas and entities and ideologies use. You know, short of mass deportations and securing the southern border, um, certainly not going to happen under Joe Biden, but under, you know, President Donald J. Trump, I think it will. Um, how do we, first of all, counter it? But, but more importantly, you know, I think you and I sort of get jaded on this because we see it in and out, the, you know, day after day. But how deeply embedded and ingrained are some of these ideologies, just worldviews embedded, not just within Washington, D.C., but within the mainstream media class, you know, this infiltration aligned with the Muslim Brotherhood? Is that why, I mean, I, at least the way I see it, the way they cover this issue is so interesting and, and not congruent with the truth? Yeah, look, first things first, you know, it, it can be done, it must be done. Uh, all of the illegals must be deported. To quote my friend uh, Mark Morgan, how do we deport them? And he says, one by one. That's the, you know, former Commissioner for Customs and Border Protection under the Trump administration. And when it comes to ideology, look, I, I'm an American citizen now. I have been since 2012. But before that time, as a foreign national, when you came to America on the plane, you were given a an immigration card to fill out. And one of the questions, you know, in addition to, are you carrying more than $10,000 worth of cash or are you carrying, you know, vegetables and fruit? One of the questions was, are you or have you ever been a member of the National Socialist Workers' Party of Germany? Now, that organization ceased to exist in 1945. And we still ask people if they're a member of the Nazi party. That's called ideological vetting. And I'm not sure many members of the media could mm, honestly say that they don't sympathize. If you look at what's happening on the Stanford campus in Harvard, on the streets of New York, as posters of kidnapped babies are being ripped down, the, the media, well, let's look at one, one clip. I'm sure you've played it on, on War Room. Erin Burnett, who is like, you know, one of the hot commodities at CNN, when, when she talks about the release of an 85-year-old grandma by Hamas, what does Erin Burnett at CNN talk about? She says, well, they, they were nice to her. They, um, they gave her medicine and they gave her shampoo. Now, if, if you don't believe me, I don't blame you because it sounds like a Monty Python skit. But she actually said that. CNN said they were nice to her because they gave her shampoo. You mean the same people that put babies in ovens? The same people that slaughtered beautiful young women at a music festival in the in the desert, those are the nice people. Oh, and by the way, Natalie, you know the greatest you know thing is that they don't talk about in the mainstream media. That woman, 
the 85-year-old grandma. And I posted a photograph of her before she was taken hostage and what she looked like after she was released. And, yeah, she was maltreated. That woman's husband was still a hostage when they released her. Funny how they, you know, if you're a journalist, Natalie, wouldn't you say, hmm, they've released her, but her husband is still a hostage. I would think that's probably an important part of the story, don't you? I would, I would think so, but the fact that I think that means that my mainstream media colleagues probably would think the opposite. But no, you're so right, and as I watch all this craziness unfold on college campuses, you know, I obviously come at this through the lens of Chinese Communist Party infiltration, but the reason why these universities will never criticize China is because they take so much money from them. But I think, to be honest, that's part of the reason that they're not really going against these kids actually coming from an institutional perspective and saying what you are doing, you are, you know, supporting actual terrorists. They don't have the political will or frankly, they don't have the freedom to stand up to these students because they're going to offend one of their primary benefactors, which is the Qatari government. They pass so much yeah. money, not just into Washington, D.C., but into academia. Um, Dr. Gorka, if I can hold you through the break, I would appreciate that because I do want to ask your questions. Um, we have a new speaker. I know you've always been tough yes. on the investigative side of things, but before we jump, I'm just curious your thoughts with the latest piece of evidence, the $40,000 check showing even more. I know I feel like this is deja vu, but your thoughts as to when we're actually going to get an impeachment inquiry. Will do. I'll stay here. Thank you, Natalie. Well, you're, you're more than welcome to start now because we oh. got about a minute. Oh, say now? Okay, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's like, did you see the, the kind of shouting match between Jesse Waters and uh, Jesse, Jessica Tarlov on the five when, when they talked about the check. And Jesse said, you waited for the smoking gun. And you said, well, let's see the money. Where's the money? And said, well, here it is. Here's the check that says loan, right? It's not a loan, right? It's income. It's being channeled through the Chinese interests to Joe Biden. We have the photo stat. We have the copy of the check. And of course, you know, it's not enough because the smoking gun uh, is literally not enough for the Democrats. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what. We, we know they're corrupt. We know this is the most corrupt political family along with the Clintons that we've seen in modern American history. But it just doesn't matter because it's the left they just don't care it's about one thing and one thing alone power 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 and when they say donald trump is corrupt and they try to use their lawfare tactics against him you guys know all too well it's just projection because they're the ones who frankly are guilty of treason that's right i said the t-word we'll be right back after this break I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month, and our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. 
and you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back to The War Room. It's still Natalie Winters hosting. But don't worry, not only do you have President Donald J. Trump joining shortly, like I said, he's speaking live from Houston, Texas, but Steve Bannon will also be back for the 6 p.m. hour, so don't go anywhere. Uh, but in the meantime, you can go to birchgold.com slash Bannon to get the latest installment of The End of the Dollar Empire. And from what I'm hearing now, don't read that book quite yet because I think we already have President Trump. So without further ado, here you go.
to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands one nation under god with liberty and justice for all. Thank you very much. And you know what that was? That was, I call them the J6 hostages, not prisoners. I call them the hostages, what's happened. And it's a shame. And, you know, they did that and they asked me whether or not I would partake and do the beautiful words. And I said, yes, I would. And you saw the spirit. The, uh, the spirit was incredible. And when that came out, it went to the number one song. It was beating everybody. It beat uh, Taylor Swift, it beat Molly Cyrus, who was number one and two. They were number one and two. We knocked them off for a long time. That song was out there for a long time. Then, of course, they had a problem with the Internet, right, you know? And so all of a sudden they said, oh, there's a problem. We'll have to take it off. And we raised hell. And it, uh, it went back on. That was up there for a long time. It was a number one record or song uh, there was for months. So I just want to tell you about it. And I thought maybe this would be an appropriate place. It's certainly an appropriate state. I love Texas. And it's big and strong. And the people are big and strong, too. So I thought you'd like to hear that. I don't know if we've done that yet, but I think we should do it. I think we'll have to do that, Mr. Congressman, right? We're going to have to do that a couple of times more. Thank you, Wesley. And uh, it's a great honor. We were supposed to have just a small little gathering to talk about drilling and things like that. And uh, the small little gathering turned out to be a very large gathering. A lot of people outside can't get in. So we want to thank you all, this tremendous spirit that we have. And that is a very good group of people right over there. Thank you very much. And it's great to be back with thousands of proud, hardworking American patriots who believe in faith and family, God and country, oil, gas and guns. Right. You almost say, how do you vote for a Democrat? They don't believe. Think of this. They don't believe in guns. They don't believe in oil and they don't believe in God. And they've shown that they don't believe in God. 
So I think we're going to have to start uh, setting a lot of records because people are very turned off to the alternative. And, you know, we ran twice. We won twice. We did much better the second time. But let me just tell you, there's far more spirit today. And we're just about a year out. Can you believe it? In 78 days or so, we have our caucus in Iowa. Then we go to New Hampshire. Then we go to South Carolina and Nevada and get down to Florida very quickly after that. And uh, we're doing well everywhere. We're way up, way up. But there's never been, we've never seen spirit. We had a lot of spirit in 2016. We had more spirit in 2020. Bad things happened. But we had far more spirit, got many, got millions and millions more votes. But uh, there's more spirit even a year out because they see, Dawn, they see what's happened to our country since we haven't been there. Our country is being destroyed by incompetent people and crooked people, very crooked people. But I'm delighted to be here at Trendsetter Engineering. What a great company this is. What a great company. They can go down. They used to go straight down. Now they can do they can do circles with those suckers, right? What they can do. They can even go to other people's property, I bet. <laughs> take a little left, clean him out, take a little right. I love your business, I'll tell you. Of course, I wouldn't know that, but I love your business. For nearly 30 years, trendsetters, highly skilled workers, and they are, I just met them, skilled people, unbelievable people. It's what the country is all about in so many different ways. But I've been sculpting steel and titanium into really impressive machines and systems. I just got to see some things you wouldn't believe possible that power offshore oil and gas drilling and it's done jobs that nobody ever thought. I would say even that brilliant owner that I'm going to introduce in a second would have said not possible 10 years ago, right? Not even possible to do. But I just want to congratulate you at Trendsetter and the chairman and CEO of Trendsetter Engineering, Mario Lugo. You ever, you ever hear of Mario Lugo? Should I, should I bring him up? Should I bring him? Come on, Mario. Get up here, Mario. Come on up here, Mario. It's got to get through Secret Service. <laughs> Come on up. Look at that. They love you, Mario. You made them all rich, right? You made him rich as hell, Mario. Along with Mike Cargill and Steve Adair. Steve Allaire, where is Steve? Steve, I met, I, I just saw the most beautiful picture and I signed it for you. And thank you for your nice words backstage. That was really great. Is he that good, Steve? Huh? He's better than that. Uh, do you think he's ever done this before? Like, I know a lot of guys, you know, they're very good, but they've never done. Just say hello to your fans. Come on. Come on. Grab. <laughs> we will help the president win in 2024. I promise you that. We're with you. Texas is with you. Make America great again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's a good job. Boy, that's a good job. We don't usually do that, but, you know, I thought he deserved it because I got to see what what they do, and what they do is incredible. Thank you, Mario. appreciate it. Steve, thank you very much, everybody. Amazing. So I also want to 
thank some of the great people we have with us today. We have a man with an unlimited future, Wesley Hunt, to your, your congressman. Wesley, thank you. Wesley Hunt, he's got a big future. A congressman who's had a great life and done a great job, and he's going to do a lot of other great things, I have no doubt, because he's got energy like no other, and he's a man who loves our country, Louis Gohmert. Louis. Where is Louis? You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. Thank you, Louis. He's been my friend. Oh, there you are, Louis. He's been my friend from the beginning. Uh, another friend, agricultural commissioner, somebody that I saw on television years ago saying, you know, they were saying, gee, I don't think no, I don't know if Trump's going to win Texas. He said, I don't know where you come from. I watched him and he had that gorgeous hat on that I wanted to, I wanted to have a hat like that. I loved him. He was on television on, I think, Deface the Nation, one of the shows. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sid Miller on Deface the Nation. He's a good man. He's a good man. He's always on television with a hat. I want to do that. I want to start doing that. And then we have a woman who's very special because we endorsed her and she went like a rocket ship and she won. Land Commissioner Dawn Buckingham. So with the help of everyone here today, four months from now, we're going to win the Texas primary. We're going to win it in a landslide. And we're then going to go on and beat crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked as hell. He's also incompetent. He's crooked and he's incompetent. That's a bad combination, Louis, isn't it? But we're going to beat him in November, and we're going to make America great again, greater than ever before. Hard to believe, because you look at what's happened. You look at what's happened to our country, and I want to tell you, it's hard to believe, but we're going to make it greater than ever before. We're going to have to have a massive deportation effort, because we can't have this. We have them coming in from jails, from all of the places that you wouldn't believe, mental institutions. My people said, please don't use the term insane asylum. That's silence of the lamb, right? Silence of the lamb. 
Hannibal Lecter. Anybody ever heard of the wonderful Hannibal Lecter? We got him coming into this country now because other countries are dumping their people from mental institutions and insane asylums. In other words, an insane from Mario, insane asylum is a step above. Do you understand? That's the real bad ones. But we have them coming from everywhere, including a lot of terrorists are coming in. You know that, Louis. You know that. Common sense. You know, they just showed a chart on one of these crazy fake shows, but this wasn't fake, that in 2019, they found no terrorists coming into our country. And now they have numbers, the likes of which they've never seen, Dawn. You know that, right? On day one of our new administration, we will end Biden's nation-wrecking war on American energy. He's wrecking the energy business. Who's in favor of cars that go very short distances that happen to be all electric? Is anybody? I don't think Mario likes, you don't like electric cars, Mario. He wants gasoline. He wants gasoline. He wants to go straight down and do a little turn every once in a while, right? And with the help of Texas oil and gas workers, we will restore American energy. And they gave me, by the way, they gave me their endorsement. I was so happy. Thank you. Thank you. Rhonda Sanctimonious came here trying to get that. They gave their endorsement to me. So it's really, uh, that was a great, that was really something. But, you know, we were energy independent. Three years ago, we didn't need anybody. We're going to shortly be energy dominant. We're going to make so much money. We're going to pay off debt. The $35 trillion in debt, we're going to pay it off. We're going to get it done fast, too. But we're going to be paying. We're going to supply Europe all over the world. We're going to send our oil and gas. And then they ended it. They ended it. They allowed Russia to build Nord Stream 2, which I shouldn't have done. I ended it. You know, I ended Nord Stream 2. I don't know if you all know that. And uh, within the first couple of days, he approved it. That was the worst thing. That was the biggest project Russia's probably ever done in terms of dollars. And uh, I ended it, Louis, right? And then they uh, had him. Uh, he goes and says he approved it. He approved it. It was a dead deal. Nord Stream 2 going to Germany, all over Europe. And he comes in and he approved it. Then they say, oh, Trump, Trump wasn't tough on Russia. I was so tough on Russia. Putin said, if you're not tough now, I'd hate like hell to see you if you were tough. What we did was sanctions to Russia. We uh, did things that you wouldn't believe. But what we're going to do for our country is very simple. Drill, baby, drill. Okay? Drill, baby, drill. That's what we're doing. We're going to... We're going to get it back even higher. You know, we took it from third place. We were in third and even fourth place. We were, when I left, uh, unexpectedly, when I left, we were at number one by a lot. And uh, now they're dismantling all of that. They want to go all electric, even though we don't have enough electricity to uh, cool down California in the summers. You see, they had blackouts all over the place. This summer was a disaster. The winter's no good. They'd have, the whole thing is crazy. Let's go all electric, but we don't have enough electric to take care of somebody's air conditioner in California. It's all over the place. But I'm proud to say that under my leadership, the United States became the number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world by far. I mean, not just by a little bit. You have to see the chart. We ought to put up a chart. Why didn't you give me a damn chart, Mario? I'll put it right in the face of that beautiful piece of equipment, whatever the hell it is. 
Well, that looks beautiful. That is a beautiful hunk of stuff. That goes pew. And we became a net energy exporter for the first time in the history of our country. Do you know that? Because of people like that. Within days of my inauguration, I approved the Keystone XL and the Dakota Access Pipelines. Literally within days. Remember, they were stopped. They weren't going to approve them. The guys, they spent billions of dollars. They weren't going to approve them. And actually, what happened is the Keystone was all set to go. It was started. They actually started it. Biden came in and he took it away. He took the permits away from everybody. I don't know how much money they lost on that deal, but they were going to build a pipeline all the way over, all the way over to the Gulf. And uh, Biden stopped it. And, you know, the amazing thing is the union head representing the pipeline workers, the union head. I guarantee there's not one worker that voted for Biden, crooked Joe Biden. But the head of it, they endorsed this guy. And he comes in and within two days, he ended the whole project. And those people suffered greatly. 48,000 jobs, 48,000 people that gave their life for that. And they never really sort of recovered. That's what they wanted to do. I withdrew from the disastrous Paris Climate Accord, which was a ripoff. It sounds nice. I want the Texas Climate Accord. I don't want the Paris. We don't need Paris Climate Accord. We want the Texas Climate Accord. This is the climate we want, right, Louis? No, that was one of the greatest ripoffs. Uh, China was exempt. India was exempt. Russia was exempt. China didn't have to do anything until 2035, think of it. But we had to pay billions and billions and billions of dollars to other countries because they were a growing nation. They call them a growing nation. What are we? We're a nation that needs it more than anybody else now because what they've done to our nation in the last three years, we need help a hell of a lot more than China and a hell of a lot more than these other countries that are ripping us off in every possible way, including psychologically. They've taken over the Middle East. Now Saudi Arabia is aligned with China. You know that, right? When did you think that was going to be happening? They're all aligned with China. Russia, China, North Korea with China. We've lost everything. We've lost everybody. We're like on an island by ourselves. But don't worry, I'll get them all back real fast and I won't be paying. I won't be paying anything for it either. They'll come back and they'll come back fast. They're going to come back fast because ours was natural. Theirs is unnatural. We slashed Approval times for pipelines and other energy infrastructure to bring it down from 10 years to less than two years. And we were going to get it down to about one year before we got uh, temporarily, before we had a pause. You know the word pause? We have a pause. We have a little pause in here, Wesley. It's a four-year pause. And it taught us how bad things can get. And that's why we're Hotter today as a, as a movement. It's the hottest movement in the history of our country, by the way, by far. But we're, the, we're a hotter movement today than we were four years ago. I opened Anwar for energy development, which presidents had been trying to do for over 50 years. They've been trying to get it done. They couldn't get it done. I got it done. I had gas prices down to $1.87 a gallon. How does that sound? And we were producing at a level that nobody's ever seen before. The, the chart I was telling you about, it is, 
It showed Saudi Arabia line like ba ba ba, you know, pretty straight, pretty flat, going up a little bit. It showed Russia going up a little bit, and it showed us going like this. Then Trump gets in, and we were like a rocket ship. It went boom. And that's what, because we have more liquid gold under our feet than Saudi Arabia or than Russia. That's not bad. Our energy policy was maximum production, maximum prosperity. We had prosperity like nobody's ever seen. And also maximum power because it gave us power, not the kind of power you're thinking about. I'm talking about tremendous political power. With Crooked Joe Biden, you have the exact opposite. We're laughed at by everybody in the world. They don't even believe it. They can't believe it's happening. Our country is no longer respected. All 50 states have hit record high gas prices, but they're cutting way back on the gas. We're talking about numbers that nobody's ever seen before. Remember this, a lot of the energy production and a lot of the other production where you see the stock market, a lot of the production that we have right now, go ahead, please sit down. You know, sit down, it's very hot. It's good for me, I don't know if it's good for you. Sit down. They'll be up, they'll be standing up in about two seconds. When it, anytime I mention drilling, they all stand up. But you know, the Biden administration, if you look, they're so bad, but they're just coasting right now on the fumes from what we did. But those fumes are wearing thin, and you see that happening. The economy is horrible, what's going on. Biden blocked oil and gas leasing in America, and when he killed the Keystone Pipeline, he approved Remember that? The Russian pipeline shortly thereafter, Nord Stream 2. And nobody ever heard of Nord Stream 2 until I came along. Nobody knew they were building the biggest pipeline anyone's ever seen, I guess, covering all of Europe. And what he did is he immediately approved it. I had it absolutely stopped. He re-entered all of the Parisian uh, situations where we were paying for everything and they weren't. The energy producers, and now he's pushing a suicide power plant regulations that will shut down every oil and gas and coal-fired power plant in America. You know, he's pushing regulations which will close up the power plants in this country. And the least he could do is take a look, a modern-day look at Germany. Four years ago, I told Angela Merkel, who I got along with actually surprisingly well, she was tough, she made a couple of mistakes. She really, she let about two million people into the country that they shouldn't have. That was a big mistake. And she made something else. She decided she's going all green. And they closed a lot of their plants, fueled by a lot of people and people here working there. And you know what happened? Their whole economy went to hell. And now they're opening up coal-fired plants all over Germany. Nobody knows that. They've gone the exact opposite because they tried this Green New Deal and it didn't work. It didn't work. And if Biden gets his way, the United States, and it's happening now because you see permits aren't being given out. They're taking everything. You know, we had that thing going so at a level and now it's starting to come down because those times have expired and they're not renewing leases or anything else. The filing dates are coming due. People are going in for new 
drillings and they're getting rejected left and right. Who would do that? How stupid is that's like open borders. Let's open up our borders so the whole world can come into our country. These are stupid people or they're people that hate our country. And I'm not sure which. The way I look at it, they can't be stupid because anybody that can cheat on elections as good as them, they're pretty smart. But there's an evilness and a sickness there, and I really think they want to destroy our country. If Biden gets his way, the United States will be reduced to an impoverished third world, crippled blackouts. We're going to have crippling blackouts. We're going to have people literally begging our enemies for mercy. We're losing all of our power with what they're doing. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I want to, you know, just tell you that it's companies like this, and we have them in so many, making tractors, making everything. Companies that are the greatest companies in the world, they're being put out of business by people that don't know what they're doing. The auto workers just signed a deal, and they got an increase. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon and support a company that actually believes in America. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Let me repeat, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn Story and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left, without funding people that hate you. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. But they got an increase, but they won't have jobs in three years because everything is going electric. And you know the story with the cars. It doesn't work. You're not going to make electric cars in this country. We don't have what's necessary for electric cars. We have what's necessary for gasoline cars or hybrids. But Texas patriots will never, ever let what they're trying to do happen. You know why you won't? And you know how you stop it? Elect Trump and you're going to stop it. You don't have to vote. You know what you do? <laughs> what you do is elect Trump and don't worry about it. You know, I told, I told the auto work, I went to Michigan, which is under siege. And they're going to be losing all their jobs, all their roto jobs. You know, everyone's jumping up. Oh, we got a new contract. You know, those companies are all going to go down the tubes. Bankrupt, yes, but they're going to go down the tubes. There won't be auto jobs because they didn't cover the fact that all cars have to be electric. And I'm telling you, if they don't do it right, if they don't do it fast and right, 
You're not going to have any semblance of automobile manufacturing in this country. Uh, I did very well with Mexico. I like the, pro the president very much. He's a friend of mine. But they took 32 percent of our automobile manufacturing out of our country and brought it into Mexico. And that's a sin. Canada took a lot. And we, we signed a deal, which is very good for Texas, the USMCA. We got out of NAFTA. That was a big thing. That was a big jolt for our country. We went from the worst deal ever done, ever, NAFTA, one of the greatest ripoff deals. And now we're in the USMCA. And if you look, that's Mexico, Canada. And if you look right now, they're meeting with Biden. They want to renegotiate the terms of the deal. And Louis, I would say, go there as an ex-congressman who is very tough and successful. Tell him you better not do that deal. They want to renegotiate the terms. It's always nice, though, when you make a deal. I have a lot of deals where they're all trying to renegotiate him now with Biden. The sad part is they'll probably be able to do that. But don't worry. We'll change him back very fast. We'll change it back. With your vote, we will fire crooked Joe Biden. And we will reclaim America's destiny as the greatest energy superpower on the face of the earth. We were there. We were there. We were going to be there in a very short, within a year, they would have been saying, man, what the hell is going on? Perhaps worst of all, Biden's insane mandates on so much and so much, by the way, including these mandates. You know what that is? Those are insane mandates, too. We're not here to talk about that. But we're not going to let them. There's a move on now. All boats have to go electric. Army tanks have to go electric, okay? Because they want the tank. You know, we make the greatest tanks in the world, army tanks. Think of this. We make the greatest in the world because the tanks, if they're electric, you're going into a country blasting the hell out of it, but at least we're doing it in an environmentally friendly way. We have electric. No, it's true. It's environmentally friendly. The problem with the tanks, so it's really a problem, that the battery storage capacity it's, is so big, is so big that the tank would have to pull something behind it that's much bigger than the tank. So that's a little bit of a problem. They can't seem to work that out. But no, they want to make our army tanks, think of this, they want to make our army tanks all electric for the environment. They want to make our planes, our jet fighters. They came to me when I was there. They have a new fuel that we can save about 15% on the environment. I said, what does it do to the plane? Well, it makes it less efficient. Would you like to be a pilot up there and you got guys shooting at you and you're approximately 15% less efficient, but it's environmentally friendly to the people that you're at war with. This is what they're doing and they want to take boats and make them. I was in South Carolina recently. A great company like this, one of the biggest, one of the best. It's incredible. And he said, the biggest problem we have is they want to make, you know, those beautiful Mercury engines that you see, the outboard engines, the inboard. They want to have them all electric now. And I said to the owner, like a guy like Marriott, very similar, very, very successful, built from nothing. Now he's one of the biggest boat manufacturers. I said, how bad would it be if you went all electric? He said, well, the one thing is it's very heavy, so we don't think the boat can float. So they're off to a bad start. <laughs> Number two, they have the same problem, big. It's very big, so we'll have very little room in the boat. The thing is like eight times larger than what you need for a gasoline-fired engine. 
And I asked him a question. He said, you know, you must be scientific because my uncle was a great, a great student. And then he was a great professor at MIT for 40 years. He has a record longest serving professor in the history of MIT. That's pretty good, Wesley, right? Dr. John Trump. And I used to talk to him about things like this. But I said to him, he said, nobody's ever asked me. I said, what would happen if you're out at sea and your boat sinks and you have a whole big electric deal under you? Would you get electrocuted? He said, you know, nobody's ever asked me that question. I said, I'd like to know what would happen. He said, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I said, so if that boat goes down and you have a shark that's 10 yards away, so you have a choice of a shark or being electrocuted, I will take electrocution every single day. Do we agree? Anyway, the day I take office, I will cancel Crooked Joe's electric vehicle mandate, okay? Unless Mario doesn't want me. Unless Mario says don't do it, or Steve, Steve, can I do it, Steve? I don't know. Unless Mario says don't do it, I'll, otherwise I'll do it. We're going to cancel it the first day. In fact, I even said the first hour, after the speech, you know the long, beautiful runway you walk up after the speech? I will sign the papers as I'm walking up, okay? We won't even wait till I get to the office. True. It's true. Yeah, Texas was a big beneficiary of what we did, and the fumes are burning lightly now, but they're still burning a little bit. But in another year, you're going to see how bad it is because you know what's happened. You know what? You, you all see the future. The future is bleak. Under the Trump administration, electric, hybrid, and gasoline-powered engines will be allowed all over our country and all over the world. But, but remember this, very important. That's allowed, but child sexual mutilation will not be allowed, okay? Will not be allowed. Right? You know, it's amazing when you run for office and you all of a sudden start talking about different things. And if you put ourselves up, take great politicians like we have in our various rows up here, and you t I didn't want to say front because I don't want to make them sound, you know, but they do have very good seats. They have very good seats. But, uh, but you take these politicians. Wesley, who would have ever thought as a politician we'd stand up here before a tremendous crowd in Texas where actually the crowd is probably five times bigger. We want to keep it down, right? I said, just as small, so we talk about energy. And you have to see what's going on outside. Who would have ever thought that one of the things that we would talk about would be we will stop child sexual mutilation? Could you imagine having if you made the statement, even that statement, we will stop it. People would say, is he insane? Or we will give back parents their rights in school. They don't have any rights. Who, no, but who would think you'd have to make that statement, Sid, right? We will give back parental rights. People would say, if you said that 10 years ago, they'd say, what's wrong with that guy? Of course we have parental rights. Or how about this one? We will not allow men in women's sports. No, but who would say it? If you said that 10 years ago, they'd say you're crazy. And now I have to say it all the time because they have men going into women's sports, setting records the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. You got to see the weightlifting records, though. Those are the ones. You know, there are some that are more obvious than others, right? You know, with golf, you still have to sink a putt. 
And the women can do it, the men can do it, some can do it well, not too many, there aren't too many. But, you know, with weightlifting, that's down and dirty. That's how much can you lift. And uh, you know the story. Should I tell the one story? Have you heard it before? The one story is a young woman who was a great champion weightlifter. And she was going to break the record. Her mother, her father, her husband, everybody was there, two kids. And they're in the front row, just like these people right here, right there. And she's going to break this record, and she gets up. It's 216 or something pounds like that. It's a lot. And they put a quarter of an ounce on one side of the barbell, a quarter of an ounce on the other side of the barbell. She got over that thing, and she started going. She's going to show her parents that this is going to be a record. And I shouldn't do this because the first lady hates, hates me when I do it. She said, please don't do the weightlifting. It's not presidential. I said, but the crowds like it. Well, I wouldn't do this at a State of the Union speech. So she gets over that big barbell and she gets it up and she's so proud of herself. She gets it up. Oh, she's got it. The mother's going, go, baby, go. You can do it. You can do it, baby. I love you so much. And she and it's bad news. Bad things are happening. Uh, uh, Mom, I'm sorry. Uh, Mom, I didn't do it. Boom. Didn't do it. Then a guy comes along. He's next. And he transitioned recently. They said, have you lifted before? No, I haven't really. No. Oh. Well, good luck. He goes over the bar. Looked at. Bing. Bong. Boom. Boom. I think they broke the record by 150 pounds, okay? Now, just think how stupid. Or the swimmer. She looks left, she looks right. She sees all the people she's been swimming against. Champion, top champion, NCAA, top. She looks left, she wants to break the record by an eighth of a second, which would be a big achievement. It's been, it stood for a long time. And then she looks right and she sees the same people, except there's one person that transitioned to the he war room. I have, about, I have a pretty difficult job, not only do I have to fill in when you guys are all expecting Stephen K. Bannon to be up, here. But then I also have to cut President Donald J. Trump off. Sure. But hey, I try my best. I try my hardest. Thank you for hanging with me, and thank you to Dr. Gorka for joining us shortly. We had a show planned, but I'm always happy to ditch that in favor of the one and only President Donald J. Trump, especially if he's telling stories about women's weightlifting, men's weightlifting, quite funny, quite the actor. But don't worry if you have uh, had enough President Trump and you want to watch Steve. He will be back for the 6 p.m. show. So you can get that at warrooms.org. You can get it on Getter. You can go to frankspeech, I think it's .com. Um, and as far as I'm aware, those are all the places. Maybe Rumble, too. So you can also get it. Um, but as always, it's Natalie Winters. Happy to fill in for Stephen K. Bannon. I guess President Trump makes my job a lot easier today. Uh, as always, you can go to warrooms.org to check out some of the stories that I'm working on, whether it's Ukrainian corruption, getting into all of the Chinese Communist Party entities that have funneled money to Joe Biden. And I hope the next time I'm hosting, we will have actually impeached Joe Biden. But I don't know if I will hold my breath. The inflation disaster, which is about the worst we've ever had. The typical American family is paying more than $2,250 in increased energy costs since Biden took office. That's a lot.
And if you look at the overall cost, it's about $8,000 per family. You add up the bacon. You know, bacon is up five times, five times what it used to be. But food is up worse than energy. You know, energy is bad. This is your business. But food is worse and other things are worse. By contrast, under the Trump administration, we reduced energy costs for the average American family by $2,500 a year. That's a big difference, $5,000. Low-cost energy also helped us bring jobs and factories roaring back from China, Mexico, and all of the other foreign countries that have been ripping us off for many years, decades and decades. We created an incredible 1.2 million new manufacturing jobs. Nobody said that was possible. Do you remember Obama? Did anybody ever hear of Obama? That's not very respectful, Sid. Barack Hussein Obama, remember? Remember Rush Limbaugh? He used to go, remember? He'd go, Barack Hussein Obama. He used to scream out, it was, we, he will be missed, right? He is missed. He is missed. But we created an incredible 1.2 million manufacturing jobs. Everybody said that was impossible. Obama said it was not possible. He thought we gave up on manufacturing, that places like this, Mario, wouldn't exist. You know that. He said that they'll be made in other places. You know, we would have nothing to do. What are we going to do? They want to build just low-income. Everyone's going to build low-income housing. At some point, or senior citizen. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time-sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt dot com done with debt.com go there today action 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 stop the worrying take action folks let me tell you about salty it's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart while covid gets all the headlines it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 americans every year yes heart disease is the number one killer Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.